0: I was wondering, you're probably, I would guess, I didn't do a study on this, you're probably the only uh, staff in the NFL with three guys on it who were or are special teams coordinators. Um, does that, what does that brain power kind of do? Does it allow you as a staff maybe to do some different things? You know, your, your stuff last week with the, um, you know, putting pressure on the punter, not having a guy back was different. Um, you know, what is that like, that, that whole synergy with three guys who are coordinators you can kind of bounce things off of. Uh, you know, again, it's a ton of experience here in the building, and uh, you know, when we sit down the game plan, it's a collaborative effort. Uh, we sit down and try and find ways to give us an edge as a group. Uh, being able to have all the different uh, experience and knowledge in the building, is obviously, that's a it's a benefit. Uh, but at the end of the day, we all come together, we make a decision, and then once we make the decision, we go on the field and try and go execute. And that's that's the bottom line. Uh, but it is good having uh, all the experience in the building, for sure. Do you find yourself interacting with Joe as the head coach more than you have done in the past with other head coaches who didn't have that special teams background? Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's definitely been a different experience for me uh, as far as being a coordinator and then having uh, a head coach who has been a coordinator before. You know, I've had that experience before, but Coach Vermeule, I was a young coach and Coach Vermeule was obviously an older veteran coach at the time. So, uh, but being able to talk to your head coach and he understands exactly what's going on and how to attack it or what's the issue, what's the problem, or with the, you know, with the 46-man roster, and, you know, just all those different things that go into being a special teams coordinator, all the nuances of the job. It's it's excellent having him as, as a head coach. Thank you. Tom Rock. Right. T-Mac, you guys claimed uh, Dante Pettis yesterday. Uh, I know he's not going to be in the building for a while, but, you know, what did you see from him as a special teamer coming out of college? You know, Dante Pettis is one of the best punt returners in the history of college football. You know, he had, well, I think it's nine, Punt returns for touchdowns. So, uh, you know, obviously he's he's had some uh, some success in the past, and hopefully once he gets here, uh, we'll find out what his skill set is, what he can do, find his strengths, and uh, try and play to that. And then on those on those punts that Paul referenced earlier, where, where you had 11 guys up, what, I mean, obviously you want to you're trying to block it, but what's the, sort of the overarching goal there? What's, what are you what are you looking for? just to pressure the operation. You know, if we block it, then that's, that's just, you know, that's gravy. But, uh, you know, anytime you want to, anytime you can put pressure on the punter, that's what you want to do, uh, and and that was what we decided to do. So, uh, you know, came up, not short, but, you know, you wish you could have blocked it, but uh, it, we had a good net result of it, you know, a 33-yard punt. So, uh, it was definitely uh, beneficial. I got to take fast, because Tom just stole my question. Uh, how much did the wind play a factor? It didn't seem like either punter was really uh, booming the ball the other night. Does that play into it, too? Uh, the wind wasn't a, a strong factor. It was We were actually anticipating 30 to 40-mile-an-hour winds uh, during the day. It was blowing really strong. And then once once we got into the stadium, it, it was nonexistent. So, uh, but it was still a little cool out there, and obviously the ball's not going to fly as far as it normally does in seventy or eighty degree weather, so uh, it was a little different for Bradley. But uh, you know, we just you know we just pressured him and came up a little short. <laughs> yeah, that's best I could do off the top of my head. Oh, uh, you good? <laughs> we'll take three more: Jordan, Art, Pat, Jordan. Hey, T-Mac. Hey, Jordan. It uh, looks like you. You have a new uh, kickoff returner. What did you What did you think? I mean, he he had a couple pretty good returns, and so uh, that seemed to be the way that he, you know he earned himself more opportunities there? Uh, you know, Dion's done it before in the past. You know, he, he's he's an experienced guy. He's he's scored touchdowns before in the past. So, uh, you know, I think it was a combination of our guys up front blocking better. And, and and just him understanding where to fit and and where he needs to go. And and Deion's fearless. So he's going to hit it hard, straight, fast. And he had a good result. We had a couple good results. I think it's a – Why make that change now? Like, what was the thinking behind it? Just, you obviously had him the whole time as an option. Right. Uh, it's It was more of a, just a situational deal. You know, just uh, – You know, again, we were anticipating the win and all that different stuff, so we we just threw them back there just to see if we can, you know, make some plays, and it worked. right. T-Mac, I know, you know, playing Washington for a second time in the last couple weeks, offensively and defensively, we would think familiarity, both teams, you know, maybe you look to throw some wrinkles. From your perspective, can you guys do anything differently? Are there things that you may have noticed in the first game that you say, you know what, we think we can kind of attack them a little differently now. How does that work from your, your guys' perspective? Does that familiarity with the unit's help? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's from week to week. You know, any time we play uh, a divisional opponent, you're, there's some familiarity. I know there's a, a you know, some, the tightness of the time is, is, you know, a little different. But, you know, it, there's always a wrinkle here, a wrinkle there, something that you can do differently than what you did the last time. Uh, you know, the most important thing is just us. You know, it's, it's not about them, it's more about us and what we do and how we do it. You know, and that, we talk to our players about that all the time. Just the fundamentals and the techniques and the execution uh, of the scheme. And, and that's, that's our main priority. You know, obviously we're playing Washington, but we'll probably focus a little bit more on what we do and how we do it. Last one here, Pat Leonard. Thanks. Hey, T-Mac, not to belabor the punt block thing, but um, is that just as simple as maybe you see possible weaknesses you can exploit in that specific opponent, and so that's like an opponent-specific strategy? You know, when you look at the tape and and you look at uh, certain people across the league, again, this is a people league, so when you think you can take advantage of a situation or you think you can put pressure uh, on a punter or, it might be situationally conditions. It could be very windy. You know, is it a, is it a situation where he's going to have trouble handling the ball? Can the ball move? You know, so all of those different things play into it. So it's not just uh, you know a certain guy, or it could be it could be a plethora of things. You know, that go into uh, just game planning. So when we go in, we take all of those things into consideration, and then you know, once we come up with a plan, we just try and go execute. And a quick follow-up, if yep. you don't mind. Uh, obviously, the re- it was a good return by Dion, but if he kicked it outside, it looked like he might have been able to s- score. If, uh, if, you know, do you, would you coach that point hard to a veteran the same way you would a kid? I n- I'd never I, – I, I don't have that ball in my hand, right? So I, I can play, you know, coach on, on Monday or Tuesday when we come in and watch the tape. But at that point in time, he has the ball in his hands, and we put him back there because we trust him. You know, so when you get the ball in your hand and you make an instinctual play, you know, obviously you, we can go back and rewind the tape and say, hey, look, you should have cut over here. And he's, he knows the same thing. He said it to me when he came in on, you know, on Tuesday. So, it's, you know, I, I never tell those guys. They, they know where the, where the play is designed to go, but if they make an instinctual play, then that's on them.